Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the feature staff at the Columbus Dispatch, this is Life in the 614. Hi, and welcome to Life in the 614, the official lifestyle podcast of the Features Department at the Columbus Dispatch, coming to you every Thursday. If it sounds like fun, we'll be talking about it. I'm Ryan Smith, Features Editor at the Dispatch, and today our goal is to help you get your daily dose of funny. After all, that's what you've come to expect from our guest, Chevy Chase. From his skits on Saturday Night Live to movies like Fletch and TV shows like Community, he's made it his business to generate laughs. Today, though, he's here because of another one of his signature roles, that of Clark Griswold in the film National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. He will be in Columbus on Saturday night, December 21st, for an evening with Chevy Chase at the Palace Theater. After a screening of the movie, the actor will answer any questions the audience might have on the Christmas classic or any of his other famous roles. But first, he took some time to answer questions from my colleague, features reporter Allie Ward. Take it away, Allie. Well, Chevy, have you ever been to Columbus? It's the hometown of your co-star, Beverly D'Angelo. I know. (laughs) How did you know that? (laughs) Well, she's pretty big around here. (laughs) Yeah, it's Bev. And by the way, my son-in-law is from Cincinnati, but I mean, at least it's Ohio. Yeah, yeah. But it's a great state. Love it. Yeah. So the screening that you're coming to Columbus for, you know, have you done these types of things before? No. (laughs) (laughs) I've done it with uh, Caddyshack for a few times, and... I may have made a mistake in the sense that I'm not in that movie enough. Uh, (laughs) Christmas Vacation, I'm practically only in that movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It it was a lot of fun, a great movie, and this time will be the very first. Yeah, well, and and when you did those Caddyshack ones, I mean, what types of questions did you get from the audience? Were they solely about Caddyshack, or were were they kind of just, did you receive, like, all sorts of questions? Well, I mean, yeah, they're all around it, but really these were large audiences and uh, anything that came from them had to do really with Caddyshack at the time. You know, I mean, they wanted to know how Harold and I wrote it and rewrote it, and uh, they wanted to know, you know, I wasn't Herodotus or Themistocles, I was just writing it with Harold for laughs. And it was very successful, but I, I must say that Christmas Vacation is just a dream, really, when you think about it. It was so much fun. And how can I tell you, every actor in it had had famous parts just before it, you know, or around it. That didn't hurt me. (laughs) Even the squirrel. (laughs) The squirrel had been in uh, Caddyshack. No, I'm kidding. Hey, go ahead. Well, yeah, when you made the original, the vacation in 1983, did you expect that, you know, it would kind of create this this world that you were able to come back to multiple times throughout your career? No, I I didn't know that. And it's the only time in my life where that's happened. But I have to say it had been led to by and and for an audience that wants to laugh and uh, that knows what's going on in the movie as it relates to their home, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, that, that was great. Well, and that's what, you know, 
Clark Griswold slash you, you know, kind of made made those movies. Like you said, in, in Caddyshack, you were, you know, one of many parts. But, you know, Clark really leads those movies. You know, what was it about Clark, you know, that made made these movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but there were so many moments in it that imagined what we are in our homes and such things as, you know, the whole thing of putting all of those lights on the roof and all that. That's come from just knowing, <laughs> like anybody else, what it's like. And, uh, you know, the actual toilet uh, that we we saw the first time we went in to get the house going, it had been the lethal weapon house with Mel. And, uh, and we, you know, the thing under Danny Glover had exploded or something in that film. But the, the damn toilet was still on the lawn. <laughs> We had it picked up and moved. And then I did the uh, rooftop lights and falling and dragging down to the uh, bushes. And what did I land on? The, uh, the same toilet that Danny and, uh, had been on. So it was that kind of thing. You know, in other words, what I guess what I'm saying is that that house, as much as you might love it, was uh, the same house that other pictures had done at least the outside of it yeah that's and, that's awesome to know <laughs> yeah just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh human remains that are left listen to where secrets go to die the disappearance of Derek hennigan from the detroit free press a new podcast set in the woods of michigan's upper peninsula Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, and is it some of those things, like you've alluded to a little bit, like the relatability, like everyone's got their dad up on the roof and, you know, relatives coming that you, you don't you don't necessarily want to see. Is that kind of what makes Christmas Vacation kind of that classic holiday movie that I was talking with some of my colleagues were all like, oh, yeah, we watch that movie every every year around around the holidays. Well, you know, I, no one's ever told me why. Uh, you just did. <laughs> it's true that I, I keep hearing that so many people watch it. And, you know, I'm not a big watcher of my pictures after I've made them because I've been involved right to the final edits most of the time. And in this case, the director, Jeremiah Chechik, and I were very connected to it, and it felt real. And um, all I can say is it's sort of the way I am <laughs> anyway, uh, you know. Well, that's what I, I was going to ask. I mean, did you enjoy playing Clark? Was it difficult to play Clark? Or, you know, was it no. something you fell right into? <laughs> I did fall right into it, and partly because of Harold Ramis and our first vacation movie. And then there was a European vacation movie. And uh, it just enabled me to uh, fortify a character that you, you either want to be or don't ever want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, was it definitely one of your favorite roles to play, or is there another role out there that, that you really, really enjoyed playing? Fletch. Did yeah. you ask if there was another one? Yeah, yeah, and that's what I, I had, had read somewhere, that Fletch was your favorite role. And it, tell me, what was it about that role that you loved playing so much? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was me. I mean, I all I can say is that it was totally me winging it, that is to say, improvising, given the same parameters of uh, lights and blocking, etc., and sticking to the story idea. It was much fun to do because the things that came out of my mouth 
uh, you know, strangers in my pants. I mean, stuff like that that just come out of the, your mouth when you're uh, doing a picture. They they all were real and authentic and um, made me think of Van Dyke. Well, and Chevy, do, I mean, you said you don't typically watch your movies a lot after you've done them in terms of, you know, so you probably don't watch Christmas Vacation every year like people, but do you have a favorite holiday movie that you like to watch? It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a tradition around watching it or is it just something you kind of catch sometimes? Oh, no, the tra- we have a tradition. What, as soon as it comes on, I turn the TV off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I can't think of any of the great actors of, the, of our time that was any better than Jimmy Stewart. He just embodied things that I, I wish I'd had. On the other hand, I'm, I'm me, and I've got my thing. Yeah. And, Chevy, you know, won't keep you very much longer, but, you know, any anything that you're working on now that you, you'd like to highlight, or are you just kind of, you know, hanging out? I <laughs> know. I think it's funny because um, those are the sort of two seasons of an actor. You're hanging out, and then suddenly you're going, whoa, for a few months, yeah, you know, yeah. making a picture, and then you're hanging out. <laughs> I'm right now in the middle of finishing up a hanging out and getting ready to do something very good. Well, awesome. Well, well, Chevy, well, it was great for, I'm so happy to have spoken to you for a couple minutes today, and, you know, I appreciate you giving time, and, you know, we'll look forward to seeing you in Columbus in a little bit. Oh, great. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. Take care. And thank you all for listening to Life in the 614. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Google Play Music. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, keep enjoying your own life in the 614. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.